Hey there, boils and ghouls. Welcome to this earthquake of an episode of Hollow <laughs> Weekly. Nick and George here with. We have a fun one for you today. Yes, this is going to be a curveball. This episode. is a this is a curveball. We're so we're in September. We're really close to October, and so we're already in the Halloween swing. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, what would be a nice little We've order? We've been Halloween swing since January, but okay. That's, <laughs> that is true. I put it on a low simmer. But though. the world is now in the Halloween swing. The whole world is with us there. And we were like, what would be a nice little appetizer, a, l- a little bite size, mm. if you will, visuals slash music that you could take in. So that because you know that's the thing is when October comes, there's only so many times I can listen to the Monster Mash. That's uh, right. All right. So we decided it would be fun to give five spoiler. Someone has six. They got a tie. <laughs> they got a tie. They got a tie. Uh, well, I'll st- I'll fish it out because I'm because yeah, I'm because I'm because I'm so curious. I might slot it into honorable mentions about that. That's true. Yeah, you never know. the 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 list can always change. I always say that's right. So we have. Horror music videos, sort of. <laughs> they're sort horror. Of. They're horrifying sort of. in a re- one way or another. So let, let's, let's we're gonna do this typical Halloweekly style, right? So here's let's just get this out of the way because I want it to be obvious from the jump because this episode is gonna get weird, right? So it, we it didn't want to do all the obvious ones, right? Because that Thriller, like all you yeah, have to yeah. do is look up. Right, exactly. But even the obvious, like if you did scariest movie, like Watch Mojo, actually had a pretty decent because their countdowns are, are garbage. But they actually had a pretty decent when you googled scariest music videos of all time. They actually had a pretty decent list. Like I did, I couldn't argue with. They had Aphex Twin come to Daddy number one, and that is a terrifying the, the, video. like the anime right? one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. They had like closer. You know, Nine Inch Nails and stuff like that. So we're not doing that. Is there any Nine Inch Nails on your list? We're not, no. We're not, not, we're, not, no, because no, I hate Perfect Drug, and that was the only other video that like really made sense. But but here's the thing. What we wanted to do, what, what excited me about this wasn't just the listening part of it, right? Music videos are a dead art form, right? As far as we can tell, sitting here today recording this podcast. So like, like imagine a future 50 years from now. When only two people on planet Earth are making podcasts, right? That's that's when podcasts will have reached the point where music videos are kind of yeah. The only people who make music video now is like K-pop stars mm-hmm. and like Ariana Grande, the huge like, like yeah. Because Taylor and like whenever they whenever like they release a music video, like they break YouTube records in, in twenty four hours, <laughs> right. and then nobody talks. And about lots of other people are making some really cool creative music videos. I actually found a, a super interesting uh, animated animated ish video um damn it i can't think of the name. it'll come to me while we're talking but um that was literally less than a year old but then nobody has seen it like i went to youtube and it has like 77 views right so either you're Pitiful. making music videos Pitiful. and you're one of the a select 20 people on planet earth who make music videos that people will watch or you're one of the thousands of people who make music videos in 2019 that no one sees. <laughs> so it's like those two categories. But I love the music videos as an art form. I loved it. I still do to this day. And I hate that it's gone because I just thought it was so interesting to have like a mini movie in in a thing, right? Like I, I'm old enough to remember when Pearl Jam dropped Jeremy, which would be on the list of scariest music videos, mm-hmm. right? And um, especially since it's super relevant now, sadly, unfortunately. But one of the things that's, you know, crazy about it is when that video dropped, that was like the subject of the week at school. 
like everyone was, everyone I ran with was talking about it. We weren't talking about the song. They were talking about Pearl Jam live, a concert, but they were mostly talking about the video, right? So they, they had an impact once upon a time. Now no one cares, but that's the thing. Yeah. So I was excited to revisit this, but I didn't want to talk about all the obvious ones. So these are going to be some really deep guts, obscure ones, like whatever. So just, I know if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to make a Halloween watch list. And then we start dropping the ones that we're going to be talking about on this episode. You're going to be like, what are you talking about? But that's because this is personal to us. It's the videos that scared, that scared us, that aren't super obvious for the list. So that's, that's the caveat, right? This is this list. It's going to get weird. (laughs) Cause I could just do a, a scary music video list and it would be super obvious that we would be done, right? But we're not going to do It would be all Marilyn Manson. We're fine. We're not going to do that. I so, was of the <laughs> age in middle school when Beautiful People came out. Sure. And that song actually freaked me out. Like yeah, that, totally. The intro that... It's got like that Ender Sandman feel. It feels like your your country's getting invaded. It's like... Yeah, it's like a nightmarish Ender Sandman's like, you know, dreamy and stuff. But it's like almost like... It's more frightening just because it just sounds like something's crawling up behind you. I actually bought that album. I think so. See? I think so. I remember I poured concrete in my dad and I bought that album from Marilyn Manson because I remember I learned how to play that song because it was just like two chords, mm-hmm. which is crazy because his guitarist, John Five, I think, is like his crazy, amazing mm-hmm. guitarist. He's like blue. All these fan- fantastic guitarists all know how to play bluegrass for some reason. Like they can do like the picking sure. and a diddle and like sure, type stuff. Sure. Because um, they, if, they, if they're in a duel with the devil, they want to be able to win. That's true. That's <laughs> they all got, they yeah. all learn like whatever. You got but wait, let's that. back up because so you killed your dad, you buried him in concrete, and then you bought Marilyn Manson's album. That's what I got out of that story. Is that... Then he came to life and said, "Where's my cake? It's Father's Day." It twisted my head off. Really, I'm pouring concrete on my dad. Yeah, it gonna... never ends. It never <laughs> ends like it like you wish it would. But let's get to the list. So, what's your first? So what kicks us off? I, I was. I, do you want to do honorable mentions? Do you even have that? I don't have an honorable. I just got. So to we're play. just jumping in. Go. So I'll just. I'll jump in. So this one is. It's funny. All my picks aren't like necessarily my favorite songs. Right. On these albums, which is weird, because normally, like when you think your favorite, you want to go to like the top songs. None of mine are. None of mine are. I'm sorry. I'm lying. One of my picks is my favorite song by that band, but the rest of them are not. Most of the other bands I don't even listen to. <laughs> to, be, to be, you just went with the video. To that's, be honest with you, that's fair. Yeah, like two of them. Two about two out of my five are ones that I don't listen to. I've like got one other song maybe okay. that I like. But the first band I'm going to go with is one that I fell in love with all in right. middle school. Middle school. This was the era where all I did was listen to these two albums back to back. And it was a band called CKY. Mm-hmm. You familiar? I, I vaguely. Vaguely. So they had. I, I'm more doing the uh huh to the. I love that feeling when you get obsessed with a band and you're just playing. Dude, I remember I remember seventh grade, my mom went to their website and bought me like two or three like a belt buckle. Because mm-hmm. the CKY oh. CKY stands for Camp Kill Yourself. Right. Yes. And it's based uh, I think they named it off of um uh Sleepaway Camp. I love that they have merch and one of them is a belt buckle. <laughs> one was a belt. They actually had a shirt because it was CKY and it was fuck, F-U, C-K-Y, real big, Y-O-U. Mm, nice. So it was just fuck you. That's your mom bought for you. No, she didn't buy me that one. <laughs> not, she, did not, she did not buy me that one. Because she was scared. You'd already killed your dad, so you were like, this is... <laughs> My dad would have been mad because the second album I bought with that same concrete money was a band called Thrice. And I don't even know how you Oh, I know this. Thrice. They, scre- like, they did like the screaming stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I remember I would listen to them and play Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah, <laughs> no, Vice City. They were harsh. They were. It was weird because like they, I don't know if like, they they kind of sound emo-y now mm-hmm. a little bit. But totally. like back then, like when you were a teenager, mm-hmm. you're like, yes, yeah, shit, fuck it, <laughs> rot. So CKY. Okay. Yes. 
at the time, I remember I was playing guitar. I learned, I think I learned their, both of their albums on guitar. Okay. Through and through. And I really, I was really uh, fancy to their second. The first album had a song called 96 Quite Bitter Beings, which has a f- the famous guitar riff. Yeah, it's like a if, cool Like if there's, a, if there's a list of 100 top guitar riffs, that song's on there, at least. I don't think any of their other stuff is, but this one right. at least. But their other album they had, Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild, mm-hmm. uh, had a lot of great songs that were featured on like the Jackass album and like that's how i like they have a song called flesh into gear which is a great <laughs> title i love when an album title is all good advice like infiltrate destroy like it just seems like instructions it's great and so i i, um, I bought the album and then i they had a dvd uh music video that i remember i bought for christmas okay. and the one music video that stood out uh which wasn't escape from hellview which is about a serial killer mm-hmm. killing people at a camp like mm-hmm. friday the 13th there was one that this one's claymation Right. And I, if I remember correctly, I think a guy made this over one weekend for the band. So one guy oh, did cool. this. And basically, it's, and, I, and I fucking love stop motion. Do you remember how you caught this video? Well, I bought the DVD, the music video okay, so thing. And, and so you they hadn't were, seen it on TV, you just bought the DVD? Hadn't seen it. Yeah. I'd seen like their other stuff because I think the brother, uh, the drummer in that film's brother was Bam Margera from Jackass. Okay. And so they had all the Jackass movies and other stuff. So like you had seen some of their stuff, but not this one. <laughs> this one. That's fair. This one. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, the, right. first of all, it's not live action. And second of all, it was really creepy. It's like this weird dystopian, not quite steampunk, gross, rusty vibe. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's what I get from it. I watched a little bit, and it. I remember watching it, and it, it making me feel weird. And then I remember going back and listening to the lyrics, because basically the song is about this place where they create humans to work on an assembly line. So mm-hmm. there's creating people to work on a line, and then there's this boss who they keep cutting to. Who he's this big fat gluttonous guy with these big round glasses, mm-hmm. looks like a real big jerk, and you have these mindless drones kind of doing things, so like grinding up corpses to make more bodies, mm-hmm. and it's just the weirdest fucking thing. But there, there was there was some lyrics in there that I really liked. So it was right here: work the parts responsibly, piece them biologically. <laughs> was, oh, that is there that is, is even. Slick. There was even a, a lyric in there, and I wish I could remember it. It was about uh, oh, drowning in formaldehyde. That, and I re- want to do that. I remember my dad was like, "Do you know what formaldehyde is?" And at the time, I was like, "No, what's that?" He goes, "It's what they use to it's what they put in dead bodies." Mm-hmm. And then once once I made that connection, I went, "Oh God!" <laughs> and it's crazy how long they've been putting formaldehyde in dead bodies. Like I read a, there was a thing. we haven't improved that yet. Maybe it's different now. You know what? Mm. I think someone debunked it. Oh, did I think someone went through it and they were like, we don't need to do this. <laughs> like, why are we? Be- and I we're think, doing I think, it. We're doing I think it started with Abe Lincoln because they toured oh his fuck. They toured his body around the States. Remember? Oh, yes. he, or, however far we were sure. back then. Sure. And so then everyone's like, well, if Abe Lincoln was involved, I'm pretty right. sure that's how it went. Okay. I watched the thing that's about fair. it, but it could be wrong. Oh, yeah, there it is. Drowning in from Mount Hyde and the song's Inhuman Creation Station. I love that name. Isn't that a I title? Love that name. They were so good. Their third album was a little weird and the fourth album i i fell off and right. i had grown up a little bit more and i wasn't into like the whole skater thing and shit like that but right. i remember that video like they did oh i do remember the escape from hellview video that i almost picked their mm-hmm. guitarist he's hanging from a noose and like playing the guitar oh, and cool. they rigged it wrong and so he started choking and he cool. passed out and he started twitching oh my God. so my choice almost had a murder in it <laughs> that's good that's fair. it qualifies it's wow. gonna qualify but i'm gonna go with inhuman creation station because i do think out of everything else on my list and the great thing is, is these videos are not that long. Right. Three, no, four, five they're minutes. not. 
I would say check this one out first. It is it's it was made back in like two thousands, uh, so there's not like a high, there's not like an HD quality. I which mean, is, all the videos we're talking about were made a long time ago nah, when they made like, videos. I know we got a couple we got there. one, we got one, but <laughs> but I think it adds to the charm of it. Totally, because it, it, it just it it makes it feel grainy, it makes it feel grimy, mm-hmm. it makes it look smelly. Yeah, I saw the the first like 30, 40 seconds of it. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. But it looks, and we should say let let's say at this point of this podcast episode that. We have a community on Facebook. Oh, this is the best part. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. You just search Hallow Weekly. Uh, it's called the Hallow Weekly Horror Group. You can go to our page or the group, either or. Uh, and what we're doing is, as soon as we actually conclude this, we do a live video to the community every Thursday, 6 o'clock PST. And we're going to do the live after this podcast episode. And we're hardworking podcasters. And then we're going to have a watch party after that. And it's going to be all the videos we talked all about. These picks. We're going to do them all. And then we'll put the link of that in the show notes. But if you'll have a one, you'll just literally have one place to go. Click the link and you'll be able to see all the videos we're it talking about easy. in this episode. Oh, you know what we could also do since we have the YouTube thing? I could, I could do this. We can just create a playlist. Oh, perfect. Two places. I think, also I, that, too. I think it's easy. We'll do both. If, if, if you look at the show notes and there's not a YouTube link, it wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't easy. Okay, so, my, right, that so was my first that's pick. a good pick. My first pick is going to be half obscure, half not obscure at all. So I was a huge Pink Floyd fan growing up. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I just loved how they went about doing what they did. I liked their no-stars mentality. They were super anonymous. They were really creative. They were great musicians, but they also just had a great visual presentation and, and thought through kind of like their messaging and all that stuff, which a lot of bands weren't doing at the time, right? So um, they were like the anti-rock hero band. Like you didn't even know. As a matter of fact, one of their most famous lines is in one of their songs it was, which one's pink, which was a joke because when they would go to meet record executives, the people thought Pink Floyd was a real person. That's so they'd hilarious. be like, which one of you is Pink? Because they didn't know who was in the band because they were relevant and which I liked, right? So uh, that's kind of how we do our podcast, <laughs> our social media presence because of me. But neither here nor there. there. There's a lot of Pink Floyd that was scary and there were a lot of Pink Floyd videos that had frightening elements to them, right? Like I could have done a bunch. Sid Barrett was their founding member. He was a really creepy dude in and of himself. Um, he did some really creepy stuff. He did a song called Careful With That Axe Eugene. That'll <laughs> explain itself right there. Right? And then they have a really famous song called One of These Days where the only lyric, it's like a, I don't know, it's probably seven, maybe a longer song. It's the first song on their album, uh, Metal. Um, and it it's... Uh, it's only got one lyric in it, which is one of these days I'm going to cut you into little pieces. And then that's it. That's the only line. Jesus. And it just said like a really growly. Like wow. It was Nick Mason the who was saying it. So they, there were a lot of things I could have gone with, right? And then the wall itself, like the wall, we've actually watch partied Pink Floyd, the wall, the movie, because that's also terrifying. But uh, I'm going with a song off of their last Waters Gilmore album. They broke up right after this album was released. The album's called Final Cut, and the song's called Not Now John. And the reason that I'm going with this song is really particular to me. Like, this is not horror-themed, but there's there's something so terrifying. So this was a really rare video. It, it, it And one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is because of the joy of the music video portion of this, not the horror portion, right? Because the, this video, I had seen this video a bunch of times, and then it vanished, and it's been missing for 20 years. <laughs> they found it last year. But you couldn't find it. Even wow. online, you couldn't find this video, right? So, like, 
this video just vanished. It was gone. And then somehow a, a copy resurfaced and now it's available, you know, online. Some guy named Eugene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with that video, yeah. Roger. So, so this is, this, what's, what's terrifying to me about this video and, and, and the song itself is, um, I think Roger Waters, Roger Waters, like what he has to be the, the, the most functionally crazy major rock musician of modern times. I'm convinced. I would not be surprised if it turned out like he was a serial killer. <laughs> like he's completely nuts and angry. He's mellowed out a lot as he got older, right? But I think he's just genuinely a dangerous mentality, right? And he was a great songwriter with like whatever. But this song was that Pink Floyd pushing to their last angry limits right before they imploded. I am convinced that you can feel the band imploding during the song. Like they knew it was over. They knew they were breaking up. They knew they now couldn't work with each out. other. They knew it was over. So the song is weird. It's about like this like sarcastic take, take on capitalism and trade and like just really weird like stuff that Roger Rodgers would write. But as it gets towards the end of the song, two things happen that are terrifying to me. One is, so the video itself, there's a guy wandering around a really factory. He's being haunted by like Japanese geishas and weird figures. And then he ends up uh, killing himself, but he is not on purpose, I think. So that part is terrifying, but the terrifying music thing that's accompanying that is there's this amazing moment towards the end of the song when he, they're singing about how, you know, it's from the point of view of someone who's running an, a country or an army like England or America or something like that, from that point of view, right? And and they're talking about what they have to worry about and don't have to worry about. And there's this moment in the song where he goes, we got to worry about the Chinese, which is weird because this is 1981. And now we're here and we're talking about tariffs in 2019 and like whatever. So like this is a really like prescient video, right? But He's like, we have to worry about the Chinese. And then he goes, we don't have to worry about the Vietnamese. And then he laughs. And then there's this maniacal laugh behind him laughing. So Roger Waters is laughing. David Gilmore sounds angry, which he never sounded angry. This, by the way, is his only vocal performance on the album. So it's David Gilmore's last singing performance as Pink Floyd, the original Pink Floyd. Wow. So he sounds angry, and he never did. He was always laid back or sad, right? So then he's angry. He sounds pissed off, which is not a surprise. They're about to break up. Roger Waters sounds completely nuts. And then they do this maniacal laughing, and they're like, you don't have to worry about the Vietnamese. And what's so chilling about that is what he, the character in the song is saying is, what countries do you have to worry about? Well, not the Vietnamese because we killed so many of them. Who cares? We don't have to worry about that country. And we broke them, right? Yeah. So the fact that you would have like this maniacal, laughing, fictional character just taking glee at snapping countries in half and grinding them down is just terrifying, right? And then this is David Gilmore's most underrated guitar solo. And then it leads to the end of the song and he busts out into... So this is, this is why I picked this song because this is really amazing to me. David Gilmore is a Hungarian uh, musician. And I, I read interviews where he was talking about how evocative um, guitar playing and music for in his area of the country was, right? So, or the world was. So he always aspired to the guitar sounding emotional. He wanted the guitar to be able to sound like it was crying or laughing or gloating, or he wanted it to sound, emo he wanted you to be able to tell from his guitar playing what emotion was happening in the song. Here's right? a style of uh, bending the string that I recently learned. Yeah, yeah, and I get exactly what you're what you right. Mean by that. Seriously, so and he oh, like if you listen to Comfortably Numb, 
it sounds the guitar sounds like the like like if you could distill a person giving up mm-hmm. into a sound, it's his guitar uncomfortably numb. But he almost never played angry a few, a few times. But Pink Floyd didn't have a lot of heavy like those those kind of songs. Mellow. But in this song, when it ends, Roger Waters is screaming just pure hatred, and David Gilmour is doing it with his guitar at the exact same time. And then it ends all of a sudden and the band dissolves, right? Like it was like they just blew themselves up with dynamite or something. So it's just an amazing, terrifying, it's terrifying the point of view it's written from. That's terrifying how angry they sound. It's terrifying how, how actually stressed and dangerous I think they were feeling at the time they were doing all this. And Pink Floyd's an inherently scary band. So that's my first. Damn. That's a great sales pitch. For, like, I almost want to just pause Well, you it. see it on the watch part. I know. Like, I almost can't wait. I almost be like, fuck the live. I got to watch this shit. And then probably fall down the rabbit hole. So that's number five. My dad actually saw Roger Waters last year. Oh, wow. That recent. Yeah. He, okay. He's solo. Yeah. He doesn't do the thing. Totally. He's, uh, that I said it was good. He's I, saw, I saw his video, the live video he did in Mexico, the really controversial performance he did down there. Oh, yeah. He was doing song from Animals. And like I know he was touring with the Wall for years and years. I have all, all kinds of respect for him, but I, you know he's also good he's show. also completely nuts. But, but God. exactly, as long as you're on stage, <laughs> but not the good in kind the of cr- nuts. not in the crowd, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. So I got Inhuman Creation yes. Station done, dude. You know what I'm also realizing is because uh, the, the one I didn't write down, the one is the one I actually researched for the show that mm-hmm. I fell in love with. The others that I wrote down that first came to mind, all of them are in the same time frame. Uh, I, you know, I actually changed one of mine because I was like, I'm just picking all from the same time period. So isn't I just, that I, weird? Like, I wonder why has it, why does, because like this, for me, this is middle school. This is right, sixth, right. seventh, eighth, maybe a little bit in the ninth grade. Sure. But I wonder what it is about those years where like, how, I mean, just how, it kind of like, it's kind of making me realize just how impressionable. <laughs> yeah, totally. You are right, that age. For sure. And it's also like, I mean, let's be honest. I think that, um, like, where else were you going to pick from? Like, music videos weren't impacting you three years ago because there were none. That's true. <laughs> you know what one just came to mind? You know what? I'll save it. I have an honorable mention now. Good. So Good. we can play it. So, okay, okay we can tie it up at the end there because it just clicked to me now. Like, because that's the thing. We were doing research for this episode. And, like, I know I've seen thousands of music videos. <laughs> but then you start doing the list and you're like, I can't think of a single. I can't think of it right now. Right. Okay. So my next on my list, I'm actually going to go with a band whose only song I like is the one I've seen in the music video. Okay. And it's a band called Phantom Planet. Yes. Which I love that title. That's a great name. That's a great title. And the song is called Big Brat. Mm-hmm. That one I watched all the way through. That one was great. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think we watched BattleBots and then we were like, check this shit out. Or no, it was football because football season's back. That's God, right. I love this that time of year. Right. Fall right. season. Oh, this is great. But Phantom Planet had a song called Big Brat. And this I, I really resonated with for two things. One, I think I saw it when I was in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade was also the same year me and my best friend at the time, Terry, were making uh, short horror homemade movies. Oh, cool. So like we would like you know, like we had like some things where like we would film him like trying to ollie off a skateboard in the backyard and then he would stay the night, we'd play video games, watch horror movies, and then we'd make some. And mm-hmm. the first thing we ever did uh, was we made a zombie film. That's awesome. So it was like three minutes long. And I actually remember, because I, I, I figured out how to cut on a camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it made sense to me. Like, if I record and I hit stop, we can then go to the next shot, hit record, and pick up from there. Like, it finally clicked. Like, how to make sure. a sequence 
of images to like try to tell a story. Right. And so I remember the opening scene was a me at the piece of paper, Iron Man is fan of the opera. Piece of paper slap. Slap. And then it all kicks in and then it was like the zombie film. And um so we had a lot of fun, and then in middle school, oh, Iron Maiden. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, go. Uh, so <laughs> I think kids were out school, so they'd say, "Hey, we heard you made a zombie film," and that was the first time, like, because we did, like, we just showed our friends mm-hmm. and like didn't do anything. And that was the, I, that was the first time, like, I was like, "Oh shit, we're got around." Like, people want to see like That's a zombie odd. film. It's we a made great feeling because like, like it was like a Stranger Things. I was like on a bike, like sure. the, you know, a neighborhood over. And some kids like you made a music video. I was like, "Fuck, this is crazy." <laughs> so, Phantom Planet's Big Brat is mm-hmm. just that. It is, but but they're older. They're probably like in their like mid twenties, right? Doing it. Um, and the song at the time wasn't one that I I necessarily like would rock to at the time. Like back then, I was really into the heavy heavy metal, death metal, like all the other. That's sure. why I, I fucking hate metalheads because there's like a thousand. I'm like, oh, it's actually this <laughs> unicorn, right? you, you know, metal. Right. Um, this was the, the Phantom Plane. This one had more of like a Strokes kind of vibe to mm-hmm. it. Like sort of indie but fast and kind of upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, but the music video is so fun because the beginning of it, it's them getting together, getting ready to make a film, and so you're not exactly sure what it is. Like they're jamming up in you know the right. attic of some house or something mm-hmm. like that, and then all of a sudden, like you see like some guy coming in with like a crate of arms. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that moment. And like they go through costumes. I love those videos. I felt like I was there with them. Yes, like, that was. I felt like I met them. And that, and for me, that clicked. And being that I, and that's another thing that music video. That's why one of the reasons I was glad you picked this one because it's a horror theme, but it's also like that was one of the strengths of music videos that you don't get that much anymore. Yes, absolutely. You felt like you knew the band once you got like their visual aesthetic to go along with how they sound. Like so, so it shows them like you know making the fake blood in like a big you know five mm-hmm. gallon bucket, mm-hmm. like stirring it up, putting some chunks of flesh in there mm-hmm. to make it great. Um, and then uh, the movie starts rolling. And it's actually a really fun. I mean, it's 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 Night of the Living Dead, totally. made made by some kids in Ohio totally. instead of Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's fun. It looked as good as Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, or whatever. It looked it looked fun. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it's a short little story of zombies and zombie. It's as simple as zombies invade this house. Mm-hmm. They're hunting down everyone. Very psycho Night of the Living Dead looking. Mm-hmm. At the end, this zombie helps a girl escape, and she tur- the endings. The ending, the song changes. It gets like kind of emo. you not or, or weird. It's not as like uh, not as like rock um, as the rest of the song, but then he bites, and I actually think, it, but it's actually really charming. Oh I, yeah, I, totally. So then the zombie bites the girl, they become zombies, and they walk off holding hands. Blah blah blah. It's yes. very cute, very fun. But at the time, I just remember thinking like I had never seen a music video. That was like I never watched a music video of people making a video. It was like a behind the scenes. Then so. premiering the video. So then with the movie, so like because like when the movie starts, I felt like I was at a premiere for a film I worked on. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, I know exactly what. Oh, That's... there's that scene. I remember when they shot him going That's up the stairs. Awesome. <laughs> but this all happens in the span of three minutes. I love it, yeah, right? It covers so much ground in so little time. That's what I mean is that's what I love. Like Beastie Boy sabotage video. Oh, that's is a good unforgettable one. video, right? But that's what I mean is that you never get that anymore. It's a great song, but that song wouldn't be the same without the video. Like it's not a Yeah, I think like the last music video I watched was like Taylor Swift released some one and mm-hmm. it just I mean it was it was it was cool. They're, they're fine for what they are for like the huge mainstream whatever, but it's not the same. That's it, like when Smells Like Teen Spirit came out, 
part of what powered that song was the video that accompanied yeah. it, right? So like that, you don't get that one-two punch. That that no, because it's only the major stars that are really releasing scene videos. But yeah, and the closest thing to Phantom Planet, Big Brat I've seen. I'm actually gonna save for probably my next pick. Okay. So that's that's. My but pick. this one's gonna be really short. My next pick is is gonna be really short because it, first of all, it's a really short song and it's a really old song. But this is a real curveball choice for me. So, um, it's a song called "Dark Was the Night." Cold Was the Ground by Blind Willie Johnson. Blind Willie Johnson. Dude, I made a trailer once and used that song. You did? You did? He, did was he that's a, amazing. Yeah. Who made it? He music? wrote Nobody's Fault But Mine. That's an old song. It's a very old song. But there's a there's an incredible story behind it. So there's a reason I'm picking this song. I know how he got blind. Is that the story? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, you, well, yeah, for sure. But the but I'll, so here's the background to this, okay. right? So, so I would love, I've loved blues since I was a kid. Right. So like I, I, I could easily, you know, pick Robert Johnson or, or Sun House or, and you know, like you could pick like a real dark, like lead belly, like where did you sleep last night is a terrifying song. So there's a lot of, cause there's a lot of terrifying things that happen in, in blues. But, um, the reason this one is particular is because there's, this one's just instrumental. There's no words in it. Right. And it's just him trying to to musically represent what it feels like to have what was basically mankind's oldest and most terrifying problem to solve and that's why i picked this is because so this song was so well regarded no i don't think i don't think this is really well known now but this was so well regarded that at the time I don't know if you know what Voyager was, but Voyager is the first man-made object intentionally to be sent out of our solar system. Yeah. Right. So it was a spacecraft that NASA made and they shot it out of the solar system and now it's routine. But at the time it was a big deal. Right. And on it, they put a gold record on the spacecraft, a record, a physical fucking record. And they wanted to pick songs that were music that or things or speeches or whatever that would be on this record that would represent humanity if someone found it, assuming that they would be able to play the record. I don't know what that <laughs> was about, right? And they picked this song. And this song is terrifying. So apparently we were trying to prevent people from evading Earth because because this is a terrifying song, right? So like, but but what's cool about it is um is is there's a moment, believe it or not, in a show called The West Wing where there, there, this got a mention, and that's how I heard about the backstory of the song. I knew the song, but I didn't know the backstory of the song. Yeah. And there's a little brief clip in the West Wing when he's trying to write a speech selling uh, the country on funding NASA more. And he goes, you know, instead of conquering and oppressing and doing all the things typical large nations do, why don't we take all our money and technology and do something good for the world for once? So we sent this spaceship thing out to space, and Blind Willie Johnson's song is on there, and he goes... So Blind Willie Johnson, blinded by getting a lie thrown in his eyes, his house burned down. He was sleeping blind in a house that was burned down with newspapers for blankets and died, right? So he literally died from the situation that he wrote this song about before, which if you think about it, it's terrifying. That's a ter... I mean, think, like, think about if, if musicians wrote songs and what they wrote about in the songs came true for them. Right. Like Ozzy Osbourne would be a werewolf. Like you have like, I mean, it's terrifying. Right. So, so this actually was a thing that occurred, but, and then he turned in the West Wing, he turned, I, this is a corny show, but it was really good. He turned to the character and goes, so he died, you know, alone, cold, 
wrapped it blind, wrapped the newspapers, and now his music just left our solar system. And I got a chill, like when he said it, right? So it's a terrifying song. It's a terrifying sort of backstory to the song. But the reason, the real reason I'm picking it is because you're, you're, you don't have a place to stay or be safe. And you can't, the only place, you've got no shelter, no roof over your head, and the, the ground is cold, and you got to solve this problem. It's literally mankind's first scariest problem we had to solve, right? Damn. And he wrote a song about it with no words, and he conveyed that terrifying, I don't have any place to go, I've got nowhere to escape to. He distilled it into a sound. It's terrifying and amazing, and so that's my... <laughs> my next choice but the video I'll show you the video it's also terrifying because it's just like a bio of him and that's terrifying and it's like, there you go that's a good song, song for it. it's, it's a, a very very short very short he like hums does like and it's just like it's on so. it's a little gospely. it's a little horror-y it's dude it little... feels like whenever like I think of like scary woods in like Appalachia <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying and that's like I almost went with Robert Johnson hellhound on my trail because of all the obvious reasons. Like he's the blues musician who theoretically sold his soul to the devil. And, you know, he like, like imagine, imagine the irony of this, right? Robert Johnson writes a song about how there's a hellhound on his trail tracking him down. He's never going to be escape it. He starts flirting with a guy's wife at a concert that he's giving, but back whenever this was twenties, thirties, right? Right. He said, and the husband gets jealous, hands him a bottle of poison to drink he doesn't know. Robert Johnson doesn't know it's poison. He, a friend of his slaps it out of his hand and goes, don't ever drink a, an unsealed bottle when someone hands it to you. And he goes, don't ever slap a bottle out of my hand and grabs it, drinks it, dies in agony on all fours howling like a dog. And his song, Hellhound on My Trail, that he wrote before this happened, was predicting that he was never going to escape the bad things from how he lived his life. And then there you go. So, like, this happened. I mean, I almost went with, like, there's a lot of choices here, but... The dark was the night was the the most the purest like distillation of like a terrifying like thought. Sounds scary too. What's it, your next choice? Mm-hmm. All right, so this next one is probably it's definitely the most recent music video. And to be honest, I'm not familiar with anything of their work <laughs> other than these two songs, really. Right? And I just really discovered this other one because I wanted to freshen up, but I couldn't believe. And I guess this band Wolf Alice. The yes. song's called Wolf. Uh, the band's Wolf Alice. The song is called You're a Germ. I was listening to that on the way over. They so the way I found out about this band was they used their song called "Silk" in the trailer for Danny Boyle's Train Spotting too, <laughs> and it's so good. It's mm-hmm. like it makes the trailer. It really does. In fact, that was the first time like I watched a trailer, and then I went and watched it like pro- I'm not even shitting you. I probably watched it like 45, 50 times. That's crazy. Like when it came out because it was that it was that good. So I really, really dug that song, mm-hmm. and I, I still have it on like my Spotify playlist. So, like I'll listen to it like driving. But this one, you're a germ. Is like, if someone was like Nick, make a music video. You have 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Get creative. Mm-hmm. I would try to make this. That's <laughs> I would try, awesome. I would try. That start. is awesome because it has every. It ticked every fucking box for me. Like, because I would. I love that you put it like that because I feel like the way more interesting way to ask the question, the question like, what's your favorite movie, is. If you could pick one movie and say and and make it magically erase everyone's memory and they think you directed that movie, which movie would you pick? 
Like, I just know yeah. way better way to ask that question, you know? And you just did it with the music video. And this like, is the, I, this is the movie. This is it. It, has, it has an axe killer who looks much like Jason in part two with the, the potato sack Jason. So mm-hmm. you get you get that. The town that dreaded sundown. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that. You get zombies. I don't know. And the way that they get zombies, you get a killer clown with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And, and and the way this film, the way this this music video uh, cuts it, it's almost kind of Tarantino-y, like showing like the mm-hmm. things that could. Ha- it's like Tarantino, Cabin in the Woods, a lot of fun. The song's very, 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 very catchy. What a combo! It is a great. It's such a great combo. But what I really love, um, what I really loved about it was I couldn't. But like the zombies actually frightened me. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not gonna lie, because the killer comes in and I'm like, okay, a lot of music. There's always a lot of music videos about like a killer mm-hmm. and people dying off from around them. It's a, it's a fun concept. I'll watch it every time. But then when it cut back to the blood dripping on the girl's hand who were falling throughout the whole music video and the, these different scenarios, and then they go out the window and then the zombies came up. I went. Oh, that's what I was like. It's official. Like this is on my list. Like I can't. I I could find him. It made it. Yeah, I could find one that like I you know that I really like. I've loved for years and years and years. But like this has me so excited. There's no fucking way. Totally. Like I would actually get rid of my whole list just to put this up there. Like if I said watch one music video, watch that one. Maybe there's the other one. Is directed by a good director. But I I, I again it's with the 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 Phantom Planet one. Mm-hmm. It 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 was it it was fun, totally. Like a lot of people, they try to get super serious. They try to be, like you got to have a little. It's a music video. Yes. Either like the one you showed me. I don't. I think you took it off your list. No, did, it's on my did, list. Did you? That one. They played it really straight. They did, and it, and it paid off. Other times, people they they, they they're wobbly. They're wobbly mm-hmm. online. They want to be a little cheesy. They want to have. A, they want to be a little serious, and then it doesn't work. This one plays it cheesy 100%. And that's then when it the ends, like I, like, I almost wanted to applaud that's the <laughs> at the best. end, like at my desk. That's how, like, one of my favorite music videos of all time is uh, my favorite game, The Cardigans. I think mm-hmm. I showed you that video. It's the one with the car, and she's driving, like, down the road, running over everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And it's a completely absurd, it's even comical at the end, and I think she gets hit, hit in the head with, like, a flying rock or something like that. But they play it totally straight. I love when they commit. Even when it's cheese ball, they know, like, we got to zo- So the zombies in this one scared me. And then the chains and i like when music videos they'll add like sound effects into the music mm-hmm. so like you know like most people they just want you to hear the track and like they don't talk over it but this one when the cha- like killer clown with the chainsaw comes in you you almost get this like texas chainsaw to jump scare kind of mm-hmm. moment where it's just like, you know, <laughs> like it's funny you said that because one of my honorable mentions i'm obsessed with this band called 12 rounds i don't think they exist anymore but they were one of my favorite music, like obscure bands to make Halloween music out of. Um, when when uh, I was handing kids out, candy out the kids because it's really creepy, like whatever music. But they were a lot harder edged than I should have been playing for kids on this trailer. <laughs> but they had a song called Bovine, and they replaced the lead guitar with a chainsaw, so they just play wow. a chainsaw instead of the lead guitar. If the whole song and it's like it, it's it really it works. It's super grating, and then you get used to it, and then it's just like. Crazy sound. So that's uh, this is really cool. So that's so that's my All second right. one. You're a germ, Wolf Alice. You're a germ, Wolf Alice. All right. I my third choice is going to be this is a this is a weird one because um, so it's a singer called Poe. This is not her real name, and there's a very special reason she's on my list. So her real name is Ann Decatur Danilewski. Um, where I'm probably not even saying that last name correctly, but forgive me. But um. She picked the stage name Poe, and it had dots, like it had periods. So, like, um, 
when an interviewer asked her what it stood for, she said, depending on her mood, it stood for peace on earth or power of evil. <laughs> like depending on how she felt that day. Right. That's pretty cool. She, here, here's why she's on my list because I don't think this has ever happened before. So she made amazing music. She also made amazing videos. Her brother is Mark Z. Danielski who wrote house of leaves. So house of leaves is routinely on every top 20 or novels ever written list. I ever see. So House of Leaves is probably the most successful like art house horror novel ever mm-hmm. ever written, right? It's it's literally like if you google best 20 horror novels, if you find a list that is not on it while I'm talking, like I will be amazed because it's on every list. All right. Best so, 20 so horror just novels, put best right? 20 horror novels all time, right? And you he'll probably come up. But here's why I'm saying this. The reason that I love this is because she came out with an album called Haunted and her album Haunted was released exactly the same time. Second, second one. Yep. Yep. Number two. It was released exactly the same time as her brother's book, House of Leaves. It was a companion piece. Whoa, so you had an cool. album from a crazy talented musician. Her brother was a crazy talented novelist. And they she she wrote a horror album because it's haunted. And he wrote a horror novel and they released it exactly the same time. And they're the same story. They like interlink. No way. And I don't think that's ever happened before or since in horror, right? So, like, I just think it was a tremendous accomplishment. She's incredibly talented, right? So that's that's the thing. Her her dad, their dad was a documentary filmmaker. He um, They lived in, I think, I, I think the stat was they lived in six different countries by the time she was eight years old, right? So they were just always moving, always traveling. I believe, sadly, her dad killed himself or he died young, too young. They found a bunch of, she found a bunch of tapes that were, was too emotional for her to listen to of him, his voice, like interviews, thoughts, like a diary, like a verbal, yeah. like a vocal diary. So she storehoused them and then she started incorporating them into her music. And it's so creepy and cool because he was a super smart, they're a super smart family. She's like a physicist or some shit. She's like a singer and a, and <laughs> a physicist, right? So, and her brother's like a mad genius. So, and they live in LA. So I keep thinking we're going to meet him sometime. Like, just they're my, on my list. I don't know if I want to run into these. So she wrote a song called Angry Johnny. And the, I'm picking that video. Um, I couldn't find the video for the watch party, unfortunately, because there's two. There were a, a couple different versions of the video, and I couldn't find the one I, I saw. So, but what I loved about this was there's a lot of d- a double entendre, different ways that she was performing a song to like do different things. But the, I have never heard to this day. I have never heard anyone in a song convincingly threaten to kill you and sound like they meant it. And that it wasn't even the most important thing they were going to do that day, and Oof. and and that you were that you were not going to be able to stop them because they were too smart. They're too smart. Like it was like Hannibal Lecter was singing like "I'm coming to kill you" song at you, like like but like creepy calm, just calm the whole time. Like no big deal. Like, I'm just going to kill you, and it's just this creepy like uh, it, it was it's perfect. I'm so quick to catch. I'm, I'm quick to catch a uh, catch a rhythm, catch a beat. 
Hannibal Lecter is singing a song like I'm going to be joining him like the time, second time he comes around the chorus right? and then he starts stabbing him like oh right oh right <laughs> is, oh right I was singing along this was this was so, about me so just for the special occasion of the fact that that her album and his book perform this form this like this, that's really cool this horror like MCU situation right is is incredible and I, I a lot of people know about his book but I don't think uh, very few people know that she even exists. I don't think she's performed since like 2014. Mm -hmm. She had a pretty brief career, but also don't know that it's completely interlaced with his book, her album, which is incredible. So anyway, that's it. Man. What you got? I hope I hope I'm selling these ones as good as you are. Now I want to check out that album and like <laughs> it's incredible. Hear like the haunted is incredible, man. Okay, so I know I'm gonna say for my number one, and I still remember my honorable. Mention. <laughs> I'm gonna write down my honorable mention here, just just real quick. See three easy letters there. Okay, second to last choice. Yes, I'm gonna go. We're gonna we're finally gonna pick it up. We're gonna get real heavy now. Cradle of filth. Cradle of filth. I, I knew got, it. I gotta do it. I. I almost remember that video game donkey video I showed you mm -hmm. of him doing La, La Land. Mm -hmm. I almost like I wish I could do videos like he did. I I, I mean I could. I'm a great video editor, mm -hmm. but he's but he's got his own voice and I wouldn't want to steal Still, that for right, for, exactly. for a video. But if I did, and I probably would at some point, time, I would do it for my love of this album that Cradle Filth did called Damnation in a Day. It was That's their a great name, dude. This album is like. It's like all the dark biblical. There was shit. an era of like biblical sounding, threatening album names that was just it was so second good. to none, like Rain and Blood, right? But okay, go uh, so Babylon AD or Babylon, the song's called Babylon AD. Yes, and every fucking like this album, like is I I always I would I would get home from school and I would just listen. It was the only album I would listen to front to back because oh, it wow. felt like a slow descent into hell. <laughs> that's how I describe it. Sure. It was their biggest uh, produced album. I think this was the only one they got picked up for Warner Brothers Records. Cause okay. They, so, because they're, I think they're death metals, what you consider. I don't know what the fuck. That, this was the only one I had heard about before you. So, so was whatever kind of metal it is. Um, a lot of those bands, they do like those really cool orchestra interludes, like in between songs, mm -hmm. and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But they all, they're all done on like their keyboardists, you know, keyboard. <laughs> so, so it right. has that fake symphony feel. And if I remember, as a matter of fact, when you when I googled scary music videos, number one of the lists I found, the number one video was November Rain, Guns and Roses. Really? Which, which is like, I mean, that song, the interlude you're talking about. But then, like, you can't even pick that. Well, how would I pick that? It would be the whole watch party. That video is like oh. two hours long. Anyway, <laughs> so a lot of them had like really shitty like orchestral parts in it, but I think this one they actually had like a chamber like That's orchestra awesome. do it. If I remember correctly, because it sounds way better. Um, and I remember this was the first album where like, because uh, a lot of those bands you can't understand. What the no, they're yeah, sure. just they're just and their singer. I love I love the bands that always had like really theatrical stage presence mm -hmm. and cradle of Filth had it like they were just like well like it was all like a guar. yeah 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 like 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 well guars was <laughs> guars is great theirs was a little less subtle yeah, no everyone's than, was a little less than guars. <laughs> um but i really love the stage presence and then i love whenever they changed their name so the lead singer's name was danny filth <laughs> 
And I love that title. And he's just this small guy. And he shri- when he screams, so he does this high pitched shri- like shrill. Mm-hmm. And it's at the time it resonated with me because like it just sounded so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Nothing else because everyone else does that like that real low grumbly like Cannibal Corpse yep. style thing. But this, I think them and like Black Dahlia Murder had like singers who could like scream and like it sure. sounded cool. Sure. And it didn't hurt my vocal cords like listening to it. Right. Um. So Babylon AD is 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 the the music video, and I discovered that on Fuse, same era, same channel. Fuse was a MTV competitor for yep. a brief time. In fact, I think the Fuse building is like two. Like I've a seen it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's <laughs> them. See, we could probably buy it on eBay. Yeah, I think I think they got bought or, or they got taken off a bunch of channels recently. <laughs> Can't pay their bills. Um, but they had a heavy metal uh, show called Uranium, hosted by Mistress Julia. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Ozfest would come around, she would always go and interview Ozzy, Zach Wilde, and all the other people. Cradle of Filth, I think, was one of them. Okay. And that's when I was like, oh, these guys are like, these guys are characters. And so I saw the music video and it was that weird, it was that time where like, I don't think that happens anymore. Where, like where you see the music video, you have to run out and buy the album. Yeah. Cause you're it's like, anymore, you're yeah. like, if that was that good, what's the other 12, 13 songs going to sound like? Totally. And this one, on my list, other than, I don't think I learned in human creation station on guitar. Uh, I think we did, but I wasn't. I remember my guitar teacher like tap, writing up the tablature and be like, I ain't practicing that. <laughs> but Babylon AD was the first song that I ever like learned and loved oh, cool. playing. I remember I got a BC Rich guitar, which is one of those like Warlock like X shaped mm-hmm. guitars. It was really great. I think you had to like, I think they were tuned down to like drop C, so it's like standard tunings E, sure. drop D, and mm-hmm. then <laughs> C is like right there. So like then, you had to really crank yeah, it down, right. but it gave it that really cool like gothic like heavy metal totally. feel to it. And I remember feeling like a badass playing this, this That's song. That's great. But the music video stood out to me. That that was me discussion about the song. Like right, right? like oh, the oh. song's fantastic. Yes. The music video is actually based off uh, a film which Danny Filth apparently uh, this was a tribute to. Uh, 120 days of silo. I said silo. Silo. Yeah. It's based off that. Yes. And it's I've never. I've never. It's a Pasolini s- film, which, by the way, is in the Criterion Collection. Is it really? That is. Well, this music video should be, <laughs> should be in there. But I, I remember it being like this. Like, I remember just feeling weird watching this music video. So it's a girl. She, uh, she's like a, she's like a maid or something. She's cleaning up, and mm-hmm. she goes into this bathroom. and She finds a camcorder. Mm-hmm. Is that what people still call it? Cam- I felt, dude, I felt, I felt like for the fucking 90s when I said that. Probably. <laughs> she probably. finds a Sony Handycam <laughs> or whatever. Um, right. And she starts watching it, and it's this weird cult-like activity going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's these people standing around watching these people who are, like, in their underwear, like, chained up together, like, doing these really weird acts. And the camera's shaky, so it's got this sure. weird Blair Witch feel. You, like, you, you just see glimpses. Of, you know something's not right. Yep watching this and yep. you're trying to piece it all together and then by the time you start to piece it together the woman watching it is in the tape yep and then it just becomes this big mindfuck and i think if i remember correctly there's a alternate version of the music video where at the end the lead singer like busts open the bathroom door he's there okay but it just ends with her the the, the version we got at least here in the states on television was more of like she's fine at the end mm-hmm. kind of deal like maybe she was in there maybe sure, she course. wasn't of but course she's, that's what we got yeah so we got the mm-hmm. sanitizer um i think there's a weird version where like he's there at the end and she's actually like fucked right. <laughs> she's at the end well i wouldn't be surprised because so 120 days of sodom is a book before it was a movie mm. and before it was a song it was a book and it was written by the marquis de sad so i don't know if you know who the marquis de sad no, is that but the Marquis de Sade is where we get the word sadism. 
or sadistic. He was a completely insane right French writer who invented the idea, the psychological idea of, and codified the, the idea of inflicting pain for pleasure. So this is this music video. This feels is a terrifying. Like that. This music video. Your, your video has a terrifying heritage behind it. Yeah, the only yeah that's I had a really embarrassing story about seventh grade, but I think we'll probably <laughs> skip that. Well, if you enjoy pain, you know. You know what? I do enjoy pain. I'll just say, okay, yeah. it's seventh grade. Yes. Hormones are weird, right? Yes, always. <laughs> Mrs. Frankenstein's class. I don't know what happened. I, I Mrs. Frankenstein's class. This is weird. Okay, this is this is a very boy seventh boy grade boy tangent right here. Sure. I coined a term called a loner boner, where yes. you're just sitting in class and all of a sudden <laughs> you look down and you're like, what's that? Right. Mrs. Ricketts, this bitchy science Mrs. teacher. Mrs. Ricketts. Mrs. Ricketts. That her real name? That's her real name. This sounds like a horror story. Okay. Yeah, go. she was a science teacher. Ricketts is like she, a fucking disease. Yeah, she was. <laughs> called me up to the class with what was happening to me at the oh, time. Oh, no. She, called, she was like, go to the hallway. And I sat, George, I sat in the That's back of the class. So I had to walk past everyone. And I remember going home and playing that song on guitar like, fuck you, Miss Ricketts. <laughs> fuck you. With murderous thoughts. Murderous in thoughts. Oh, Jesus Christ. So there okay, it is. So that is a truly terrifying. <laughs> that is it was a horror terrifying story. Cradle Filth, Babylon 80. Check it out. The whole album is <laughs> fucking good. This is out of all of my choices. I would say if you had to listen, if you had to choose like an entire album to go through. Yes. This one's a fucking journey, man. If you had started a band, your band name would have been Danny Boner. All right. So <laughs> the, <laughs> that's my station. Name. That's your station. Danny right, California. So Danny California. So um, there's a really, really old at this point music video um, uh, by a band called Cam FDM. Mm -hmm. And the video is called uh, Drug Against War. Right. This oh, is the animated. This okay. This is the animated yeah, yeah. video. And the reason I picked this video is because this video, I, so I, I saw this video once. I saw this video literally one time and it was seared into my brain. So like if I, if, if, if you had sent a sketch artist from the FBI to me and been like, I could have recreated this video from memory. Like, yeah, I don't know what it was about the art in the video. I mean, it's a hard song and it's a pretty, it's a fast driving song and it's like, but, and the idea in the song is pretty the terrifying kind of what they're building around, right? I mean, it's sort of also hopeful, but like it's it's terrifying in the way that that um, Master of Puppets would be because it's the same idea, yeah, basically, yeah. right? But um, what what really stuck to me about this was I, this song, this video was Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun before <laughs> Black Hole Sun. That song fucked. It up. looks like Black Hole Sun, but animated. Right, yeah. it looks like the animated version of Black Hole Sun, but it predates Black Hole Sun by years. You so, showed me this video uh -huh. before we recorded, and I almost put Black Hole Sun on there because I I remember being very young and my dad loving that song totally. But in just the few seconds that I did watch that video, I I I, I got that tw something's twisted. What mm -hmm. I'm viewing, there's something twisted about, it, and I can't put my finger on what. Mm -hmm. And I got that same vibe totally. And that's the thing is, I and the reason I picked it was because I love music videos. I feel like we're particularly good at at what I'm about to say, and I don't mu movies aren't as good. And that's the reason I picked this one for this list is because I wanted to give music video uh, props for doing being able to do something that you don't even get in horror movies that much anymore. So. It's funny that I'm saying this because it absolutely happened in the trailer scene for It Chapter 2. What this video does well 
It Chapter 2 did well in the trailer scene. So, you know the scene where the old lady in the It Chapter 2 trailer, and she just smiles and then holds it and freezes, and nothing yeah. moves, and she's just smiling? Like, I find that super terrifying. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy, animated guy in this video, with this big smile, and he's got, like, his teeth are so white, he's got, they do, like, that ting sound, oh, and yeah, he's got, yeah, like, yeah. the sparkle thing, like, whatever. And there's just something wrong with this guy. And the, everything behind him is melting and burning, and he is so happy. And he's just getting happier and happier by the second. And it's scary as shit. Like, I, and it feels like the Soundgarden, like, you know how their their faces distorted and all that in Black Hole Zone? Mm-hmm. Like, that happens in this video, but in, in an art style way, right? And I I just found it completely I felt like propaganda. It feels like, yeah, it's, it's it like, like, exactly like, it's drawn like political propaganda. Like, and it's just, it's, it's this weird, I've never, I've never seen a mix of, these kind of tones all put together and then also like the scary animation to go all together. And I want to have an animated video. So that's, that's number, uh, not number one choice. I got one more, but good. All right. So my number one choice yes. is, and I can, and I got the, I remember the history of this band too. me Scott. Actually, I discovered the band. The, okay. I'm going to just say it. <laughs> Scream by the misfits. Yes. God damn. I'm so glad you remember, dude, I, the way I discovered the misfits is there was this guy new named Donald Mills who had the misfits American psycho album at my friend Sam's house. And he was going to give it to him and he didn't. So I was like, well, let me take it. I remember just listening to it on a whim and then falling in love with this. I I just, I remember the thought of what if I never got my hands on this album? (laughs) It terrified me. Um, but, but this song scream, I actually heard it on, I think they had an album called Legacy Brutality. It was like their best cut. Cuts from the Crypt is what it was. I love that name. And um, but I think this was on one of their other other albums, Famous Monster. I think. Uh, but I, I I saw it on like sort of like their cuts, so it was a different version of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, the the song song encapsulated that feeling of like when you're a teenager and you're helplessly bored. Right. And there's nothing you can do. And I remember it's actually around this time. It was like school was just starting back up. So it was yeah. fall. And just the way You're this the whole year ahead of you being bored. Uh, out of your it life. Being, yeah. Of just, yep. of just misery. Yep. And this song encapsulated. And I actually have the, the memory of sitting by my window with my window open, feeling the fall breeze, listening mm-hmm. to the song, being so bored, but like this song was accompanying me. That's oh, that's cool. And so I, re- I just remember. And even when it comes on, still to this day, I get this feeling of like I'm not bored. Like I'm an adult. Like <laughs> I can, I can drive. I can go places. Right. You know, I can do whatever. No, but the, the nostalgia like comes back in here. That's <laughs> it, cool. It really does. Um, the music video is even better. It's the only music video that I think George Romero did. Yeah, and it's I, I'm sure the, there's big director or the people who did these other music videos. I'm sure they've done other things. Sure, but this is George Romero. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know I was doing some research for this thing, and I had no idea how many um, legendary music videos David Fincher directed. He did "Express Yourself" with Madonna. Yeah, like I did. mean, he did so many of those. So like these, Zach a lot of these Snyder did, did some too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, My Chemical Romance, I think, is what he did. Sure. Uh, but George Romero did this one, and it was it was the Misfits, and it was it's such a fitting totally. director for a fitting band because totally. they're all about like the horror vibe, and and honestly, my favorite era of Misfits is the Michael Graves era. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone, I remember you saying that. Everyone likes the Danzig version. It's okay. Like, I, there's some songs I like on it. Sure, I love some kind of hate hybrid moments. Sure, but like Michael Graves was like he gave it. He gave it. The tales from the crypt ooeyness. You so you. I think you know this, but Beavis and Butthead of all things ruined Danzig for me. 
Oh, so, I think you told- so because because they made fun of him and said he sounded like Fozzie the Bear. I didn't know who Fozzie the Bear was, but then they started imitating him, and I just never could take him seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm with you. Good. Yeah, I think Mother is his best one. Yeah. Mother. That's the one they were making fun of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just him. It's just him. Like <laughs> black and white. It's a great. It's a cool yeah. shot. Um, but Scream is. It's basically just uh like if George Romero did one of those like. Tales from the Crypt, zombie-esque, like, B-movie right. 50 zombies film. George Romero did a music video. That's that's the cell. That's, that's the all cell. you got to do. I mean, it's, it's people in a hospital, and then uh, an outbreak happens. And what's right. great is, I remember, like, there was one guitarist I wanted to look like. You mm-hmm. know how, like, you have, like, the rock star you want to sure. look like? The person, and, and again, the Misfits, they all had stage names. Michael Graves, Jerry Only, yep. Dr. Chud. Yep. And then my favorite was their guitarist, who still tours with the band, um, called Gorgeous Frankenstein, Yep, I think. Um, I'm not sure, uh, but I know he's touring because like they make he made his own guitar. That's amazing. <laughs> like, and it looks like it came out of like Frankenstein's uh, lab. Um, but it's Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, <laughs> and this dude not only has a cool name, but he's built like a brick shit house. That's amazing. He's just like I, I know he wears like the big boots too, but he just he's just this muscular sure. motherfucker who only really does power chords and downstrokes. <laughs> like it's just like he plays a lot like Johnny Ramone or not Johnny Ramone, um, the, whoever the Ramones guitarist was. Um, but I remember thinking like, oh, he looks so cool. And the music video, uh, I think one of the first kid deaths in it is he's laying on a table with like his mouth ripped open, mm-hmm. and he just sort of gets up and he's ch- oh, that's the that's one of the most iconic shots of the whole. Uh, music video is they're running through this uh, like ER mm-hmm. right and they have like those curtains up mm-hmm. and so this woman's running you know very like oh no like mm-hmm. you know like like a 60s, sure. 50s horror film throwing the curtains behind her to try to throw Doyle uh, Wolfgang mm-hmm. whatever uh, off, off his track and he's just walking like Frankenstein tossing these curtains out of the way chasing after so this cool. girl and it is and I think and then it ends like really cheesy where the, it's like a girl, the the woman who's a nurse. If I remember this correctly, I should have rewatched it for a while. I, I watched it so many times. I'm like, nah, I got it. You're like, I got she, she ends up. I think she ends up waking up, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, like a Misfits concert. And then they, Jerry only turns around. And he's like a zombie. Like, yep. it's like it's just like a really cheesy. It's totally. again, they 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 stayed cheesy. They stay in the cheesy lane. Well, and that's another thing. And I'm glad this, I'm glad you brought this up because it reminded me of that's another thing that it's another way in, especially for bands that you love. You can tell how much fun they have doing some of this stuff. Absolutely. And that you don't see that. You can't see it from a song, right? You no. can sometimes you can hear that a band had fun writing a song. But with a music video, a lot of times you were like, Oh my god, these guys are having a great time being themselves. Right? And I think for me that's why that era of Misfits is the best. Because then they had songs like one of my other favorite songs, Pumpkinhead. Right. They did. They did the song Them, which opens up with like that ants mm-hmm. from the you know, the that the movie sound. Uh totally. Just, plus the like the albums, American Psycho. Uh, famous monster. Great. Obviously. It doesn't right. get better than that. No, it doesn't. So, all right. So that is my list. It. We have the one honorable mention, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to do it. So I have the honorable mentions. I'll do it now. And then you can, you can jump in with your honorable mentions. But my, like, you know, I wanted to get a curveball in there. John Carpenter had done a video for Christine to commemorate Christine. Yeah. And I love the video, but it's just a little shallow. Like, it just feels a little phoned in, so I couldn't pick that one. I wanted to get Rocky Erickson on here because he's probably one of my favorite rock musicians of all time. And he did a lot of horror-related, like he did Night of the Vampire, I Walked with the Zombie, like all kind of uh, two-headed dog. He's a lot of great, like, um, uh, horror theme songs, but not so much videos for them, so I couldn't, I couldn't get him in there. 
Um, there's, there's a lot of ones that I had wanted to put in, but because we wanted to get a new video to prove that they're still being made, I am going with the video that you thought I took off, which is Rave in the Grave. Now, this video <laughs> this is, great. is hilarious. This video, there's a guy, named, I think his name's Aaron Chuba. He's a DJ. He made this video with his sister. And the premise of this video, so first of all, the atmosphere of the video is legit. Like, I remember when you were watching it, you were like, this looks like a movie budget. Like, it looked good. It looks really good. It looks so good. So, and, it, and it's like, they're going to give, they're, they're going to give their grandmother, a, or their grandmother passes away and they're going to give her a rave. And it's going to bring her temporarily back to life to participate in the rave. And she's like DJing it. And like there's, but the, the, it doesn't really take a horror turn till midway through the video. And that's where it just gets phenomenal. Cause midway through the video, you just start meeting all these old people, grandparents, whoever they are. And they're just stumping across a field, like on canes and in wheelchairs. And they're literally chanting, uh, we don't want to be alive. We don't want to be alive. We just want to die. And then they all get hit by a train instantly, right? And the screen clears and there's nothing there. And you're hearing the rave in the grave going on in the background. And then it stops and it does the Vincent Price thriller narration thing. And that's why I needed one of those in there. Yeah. I, and then you just yeah. hear this voice. And I swear to God, Nick, the reason this video is in here, besides that it's fun and cool and horror themed or whatever, is because... It's the most profound thing I've heard from a music video in years. Like one of my favorite song lyrics. When anytime anyone asked me what my favorite song lyric was back in the day, I, I, I there was this one that always stuck in my head. It was a singer named Kristen Hirsch, genius uh, songwriter, uh, who had written wrote this line: "Don't let your heartbeat keep you safe." And I always thought that was the coolest That's line. Cool. Right? But this this video is playing, and then the the old people get wiped out, and then all of a sudden it goes. They're dead, and then they're dancing because they're happy that they're dead. And it goes, um, they died. It, the narrator's like they died with no fear of death, because the one thing that the life will never tell you is what happens after it. And I'm like, damn, what the hell just happened? How did this fun dance video just get super like philosophical and serious all of a sudden? And then you go back to the zombies and they're just partying like like crazy. So it's just it's really entertaining. It's it looks really big budget somehow. I don't know. I, I know it's not. I feel like any time like there's because it's it's technically would you te it's technically foreign horror right like it looks like yeah it's that it's Scandinavian for sure right yeah they always do it better yeah I mean it's like <laughs> picture Midsummer as a rave. It's exactly what as a rave and that's what this video is so it's it, with a little more gothic so like it's really cool it's got really cool it's, a catchy song. it's got people invading graves it's got dancing zombies it's a catch you can't get this song out of your head when you hear it it's over it's game over when dude you hear it's like that that's just my baby dad song that I keep playing. <laughs> it's totally, like, totally game over. So it's really fun. It's newish, which proves that music videos still exist somewhat. So that it's ironic that they brought oh, music videos back from the dead. For why the one music video, and unless this is your honorable mention, mm -hmm. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I know. I I mean, there's so many other amazing ones. They're, they're one off. Rob Cantor, Shia LaBeouf one is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. That's a. We need to put that one. On we the need list. to put that on the list. <laughs> That's uh, a you're right. Really that actually is an amazing one. My honorable mention. Yes. I, I just went through. I don't actually remember the music video other than like I watched it, wanted to learn the song, and felt weird. And mm -hmm. there was a music video. Metallica's one. 
I was going to say that. That's so weird. The, I, was, I put it in my honorable mentions. I, I should have brought my notes because I forgot. The only reason I didn't put in there because the creepiest things about that are actual clips from an actual film. So I feel like that's sort of, <laughs> sort of cheating. Sort of cheating. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's an amazing video. Yeah, that would be, that's the one I couldn't put on the list. But like it was because they had uranium, which is the heavy metal one. Mm-hmm. They had uranium classics where they would show like Dio and mm-hmm. uh, Bark at the Moon, totally. um, that kind of stuff. And yep. then Metallica's one was yeah, good call. That's the first a, one. That's a it's a t- I mean it's a terror it, it, it's a terrifying video and it's my favorite later era Metallica album because I think that's from Injustice for All. Yeah, I, I just I mean it it's a terrifying Opening up with that machine gun. It's the worst idea ever where you you you're trapped in a bed and you can't even kill yourself. Like you're just trapped forever. Like, oh, terrifying! Yeah. Good Plus, the solo is great. Good that call. song. That but I mean, there's so many. We could have had like Passchendaele, Iron Maiden. We could, there's so many things. We on forgot there. we didn't put any Iron Maiden. I, but, so but it's okay because we wanted to put some curveball stuff in there. But we also want to find out if if anyone has any memory of music videos. If these exist to anyone who's listening to this, let us know what any ones that you listen to around Halloween time. Any ones that you thought were scary. Um, any ones that you would put on your own personal list of deeper cut ones that like don't like don't the message us and be you like you seen Thriller <laughs> nope <laughs> nope never heard of it Michael who <laughs> never heard of it but that's that's a really solid list I'm excited for the watch party this so. is this is going to be great so wh- while you're boogieing go on over to iTunes hit subscribe yes. hit review five stars go on to Spotify hit review Go on Stitcher. I saw some people are listening on Stitcher. Rock and rolls. Stitch it up. I don't know what you do on Stitcher. Do you stitch? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but also I forgot honorable mention. We we talked about it, so I got to say it is that parcels the Mila Jovich that, video. I which thought is, that, I think it's sort of like the there. Strangers. It's like the sort of the plot of the Strangers with a twist at the end and glittery Strangers. Glittery Strangers, and it's a pretty. It's the reason I didn't put it on the list is because the end was terrible. The end of the video is terrible. Yeah. But the rest it's of the video. It's still worth watching. The rest of it is pretty it's still, solid. It's still worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good. Yeah, totally. Like, and I didn't really like the song. So that was a, that was another knock. Song's okay. okay. Song's okay. Yeah. One great. It's okay, but it's super repetitive. But okay, fair enough. Good. Review. I was just trying to think of what Stitchers do. What do you do on Stitcher? <laughs> I have no idea. Do they subscribe? Do they rate? You stitch things together. Like, okay. Like yeah. Stitch Von together. Frankenstein. Stitch another friend to Hollow Weekly. Yes. And. If you're listening to this and you're not in the Facebook group, one, that's kind of weird. But two, <laughs> two, because we, we do, yeah, don't be weird or be weird, but be weird in the Facebook group. In a good way. Because uh, that's where we're going to go now to do a live show. Rate the show, have fun, stay scary, watch a bunch if of horror movies. If you're in the group, we'll see you in five minutes. We'll see you in five minutes. Bye. Oh, I guess.